0: When you Angie that, download the free Angie Mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's angi.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Knockback, the retro and nostalgia podcast, is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to learn how to support our show, go to patreon.com slash laststandmedia. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to Knockback. My name is Colin Moriarty. I'm joined as always by my brother, Dagan. He's full of turkey Moriarty. Dagan, <laughs> welcome back to the show. How are you today, my friend?
2: Turkey. There's a reason why we only eat it once a year, right? I tell you, man. It's, I don't even want to get started on it. It's, it's, what if we had to just rely on the turkey? We would never look forward to that Thanksgiving meal. Never look forward to eating. It's, a, <laughs> it's all
1: the other things. It's totally the broccoli bake, the beans, the mashed potatoes, the stuffing. Yeah, the turkey is stuffing. I've had this conversation. So we had this conversation on sacred symbols where Dustin loves turkey and has declared that it's simply that our mother doesn't know how to cook turkey,
2: uh, (laughs) which I'm like, it's
1: fighting. I'm like, that's it is. But I'm like, that's possible, I guess. I mean, I'm sure everyone has a has an Achilles heel of some some sort, but I just I had it just reminded me on Thursday when we were at Thanksgiving together, I had a piece of turkey. I'm like, God, it sucks. Yeah. You know, like I I love boar's head
2: sliced turkey. But as far as eating turkey, I'm like, damn, dude. Okay, cold cut turkey. Yeah, you do like that. Yeah, it's not it's not the cook in this case. It's just the nature of the meat because I made sure mom, any cook, very self-conscious, very worried about undercooking the meat. I get very worried about overcooking. Overcooking is the death of any meal when it comes to any meat, not oh, just certainly. turkey, not just turkey. So she was very worried about undercooking. So I was there to kind of be that barometer. Like, I think it's good. Like we had a turkey that was going to take four, four to five hours at 325 and at four hours at the exact, almost exact four hour mark, that little built in turkey thermometer popped yep. up. I said, Mom, it's good. Take it out. Use the use the digital meat thermometer if that makes you feel better, but don't the cook. And the turkey's gonna cook, it's gonna keep cooking on right. the countertop, that's top. That's right? Right. That's so that's right. yeah, turkey. I don't know. They're um, I don't know. Maybe we should give the turkeys a pass. All those toms out there will be relieved. We go with a different. We go with a different thing. I don't know I what think we it should is. still Kill them. I just don't think that we should. <laughs> We should eat
1: them. <laughs> they don't deserve to live. No, we should slaughter them by the millions. But <laughs> Those bastards. I always bring this up, but Benjamin Franklin wanted the national bird to be a turkey, which I think would have been awesome. That, that would have given us a whole different... Because they are, you know, endemic to our area. They are but, indeed. Um, but yeah, it's... Here's my whole thing is chicken right chicken the beautiful chicken not everyone's not falling over each other telling everyone how mediocre chicken is and how you only have to have it once a year everyone it's hard to fuck up chicken everyone's eating chicken on a constant basis it's just a better thing it's just
0: there's something about the turkey
1: that is just at least a lot to be desired maybe the Indians really liked it they didn't have any much of a choice what were they eating fucking what did they they have to compare it to yams (laughs) and uh maize tree bark soup (laughs) no shit they had other things they the only buffalo, people eating right? tree bark super than north koreans <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and even then it's fake bark and i only know that because i read about i've read about a bunch of books from north north korea and like that's the only reason i know that is that they were so hungry that they would pull that's a mess that's a whole yeah. different oh mess yeah, that's a whole thing. other thing that has nothing to do with the show
2: good All thing right. they got their missiles though oh they got them people can't eat but
1: they're launching missiles over japan so that's fun Go just shoot them all over Japan. That's good. That's the great, Japanese good love that. They love, yeah, that. they love that. Yeah, they love that. Americans definitely love that too. So it's all good. Now, oh, um, my goodness. Take today's episode. I think is two hundred and fifty-one, and it's a uh, it is a unique episode because today's episode is about the future. Usually, this episode or these episodes of Knockback for the Uninitiated are about the past. We started doing this show in two thousand. 18 it's amazing february am i february, correct 2018 my god and uh, i think i came to you for those for the first we recorded ones. the first eight or ten and then we went back and forth for a couple of years doing that and then we started doing it over the internet and we've netted 250 episodes so i'm looking at god man there's so many i'm looking on uh spotify now you know like there's so many that it needs to like load the next page there we go so the first episode went up yeah, Star Wars episode or Star Wars episode five was the first one. That was my god. Doesn't it just says February two thousand eighteen? Doesn't give us a specific date. Thanks, Spotify. So Empire, Empire, the first episode we did. Yes, for, and, and it went, it went for two hours and three minutes, and then, and then the show knockback was born. Now, today's episode I want to dedicate to what we want to do in the future, and I also wanted to get your kind of take on on the show and how we're doing and all of this. So. I don't know exactly how much I want to say on this show. We'll figure it out, I guess, as we go. The reality is, and I'll I'll throw it over to you. Mm. We're going, I'll just pitch it to everyone right now. We're going to start doing knockback twice a month instead of four or five times a month. So every other week, this will begin. We're going to take the entire month of December off and this will begin in January. The reason for this is, and I'm curious to see what Dagan thinks of this, but Mm. a big reason for this is time. I just feel like I'm dying half the time (laughs) injecting and I know it's like you know I'm not like going in a coma I get it but I just feel like I'm strapped to a television screen and I'm just being like bombarded with things and I'm writing them down and then I'm sitting in front of a microphone and talking about it and I just something has to give and so uh, we're gonna do knockback twice or half as much as we used to it'll still continue to go and then our episodes I think will be deeper and about topics that i think are a little more relevant to the audience so let me just start let's just stop there because we're gonna present a lot of things to the audience today. Sure. so sure. what do you think of
2: that going twice a week how does that make you feel in your heart yeah i l- listen first of all i have to acknowledge something i look like a 1970s baseball card right now right i'm just yeah, looking do. at myself in this i have to we can't we can't continue until i <laughs> until i actually touch on this a little bit i did the mustache for you guys listen you look great anything to draw the youtube Right. right. Like, Wait, I don't know why you would come that? for this. She she hates it. That's so going to egg me on, though. Yeah. Right, right, she's like, right, you no. keep it. You came downstairs and she laughs. I actually the reveal was she had her back turned. So I had my cup of coffee up. And then when she turned around to look at me, I lowered it. <laughs> right. So the, the dramatic reveal. And that's, she's like laughing. and She's like, oh, you do that for the show. Right. You know, like the type of thing like she wanted to be she, her fears. She wanted her fears to be assuaged that so I was shaving it right after the show. They were which... quickly materializing though before her. <laughs> I mean, Indeed. look at me. I look like I mean, you know what it looks like? It looks like the 2005 Red Sox, right? Yeah. Kevin Millar, me- Kevin Millar, no Jason, ma- Varitek, Jason Varitek, Jason <laughs> <laughs> No, ma- <Agassi-Para. laughs> no ma- <laughs> But listen, oh, I think fucking let, hate let's... that team. I hate that team so God. much. I
1: don't even want it, like let's just move
2: on. I hate so that team. So many memories of just, yeah. you know, vitriol bile every player on that team (laughs) that was a real that was a real rivalry though i really kind of missed that you know except for um damon who we took that was fine i know i can't remember did johnny damon have this because i always think of Johnny yankees johnny damon
1: yeah he shaved everything like he had crazy hair i think it was what is what it was right and then he had to clean himself up
2: when he did he 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 never rocked the cop mustache i think so i want to rock that yes right yes indeed for sure thurman munson right so very 1970s baseball card uh, you know i grew up in, in that wheelhouse i had the shoe boxes full of the push broom mustaches and That's the good ball caps oh absolutely with the retro now retro logos oh forget i could go on and on and the baseball
0: tees right but all right today's episode is brought to you by angie
2: So let's let's talk talk about knockback for a second. All right. So I think for the deeply knockback initiated for the familia, for the people that tune in week after week for the knockback hardcore. Right. It seems like shitty news at first. But I really do think that this is actually a positive thing because going twice a month as opposed to every week. Affords us to do the topics that we really love to do and affords us to dig down into those topics and really get to the meat, you know, really get to really chew the fat on these things. Right. And I'm thinking one of my biggest points of excitement and Colin already knows this is that we could go in and cover the big video games the big now retro video games, right? We could do the Red Dead Redemption games. We could do the Final Fantasy games. We could do what was the other series I was thinking about earlier that we could do the Grand Theft Auto games. We could oh, yeah, we could do awesome. a lot of the things that we've really been wanting to talk about that take a lot of time to play and digest and write for and talk about and present in a in a thoughtful way and in a fun way. So I'm really I'm really looking forward to that, but even with The TV series topics or if we go on and talk about something Star Wars or Marvel or a novel or even a film, even a simple film, an 80s film, a 90s film, we could go in and and do it better justice, which I'm really looking forward to being able to do. I agree with Colin, too. You do get your whole media consumption is a big thing for us, right? For pop culture, for the nerd culture enthusiast and all of us and certainly Colin and I fit into that mold and a lot of our listeners do but it gets to be a little bit it feel it gets to feel a little rote it gets to feel a little robotic when you are tasked with covering specific things and it feels a little bit like you have no autonomy some most of the time honestly I'm very good just the way I'm cut just the mold I'm kind of cut from or maybe a little bit speaks to my breed a little bit I like To be able to plug myself into something that I wasn't necessarily thinking of, for instance, when Colin gives his list of topics for knockback for a running two or three months. And it's like, oh, that'll be cool because I always find something there that's inspiring or interesting something I didn't know before and I kind of feel like in a very nerdy way I don't know if I've ever said this before or articulated it quite in this way but I feel like I'm filling up with nerd culture knowledge and becoming stronger at that like if I'm a if I'm a nerd culture Jedi right I'm like I'm leveling up a little bit but it does get to be kind of exhausting you know and it seems like I don't know for the for those of you who don't do a podcast or don't you know, aren't intimate with this sort of life or this sort of process or being, you know, having to do this week in and week out. It is, it can be tough. You know, it can be tough to find the energy. It's kind of a side thing. Colin's, this is a side thing to Sacred Symbols for Colin and this is a side thing to my career in animation. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an, it's a, it's an addition to whatever's going on in our lives with family and just life stuff and work stuff and everything like that. But on the other hand, we also want to do a great job. You know, I, I appreciate the community so much. The audience, all you guys that listen, that tune in, we're still finding new audience members. It's very gratifying. I mean, I feel, I feel extremely lucky, but you know, change, I think it all comes down to change is good. I think breathing a little new life into the whole thing, is definitely beneficial and there's something that i'm going to let colin talk about at a certain point but there's there's also good news on top of this whole thing as well so i think this will be good for knockback and i think this will be good for last stand media and i think because largely because of everything i just said and the other news that we haven't quite told you yet I think there's a lot of excitement. I think it's going to be an adventure, and I think this is going to be fun. I think 2023 is going to be something really to look forward to.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I'm writing notes down. I already had notes because I want to touch on a few things. This is more of like a operating procedure sort of podcast for the actual fans of the show, just to let them know what's going on. So here's my take on this, on changing knockback, is I want, I like inertia, I always use that word, things that are just moving forward, right? But it's stubborn to keep the status quo when it is not necessarily working well. So that's that's the first thing I wanted to touch on was and I wanted to give people a little bit of perspective into this. Knockback was our third show. Our third podcast, well, no, our second podcast, but our third show, none of the other stuff even exists anymore. So knockback is the oldest thing we're doing. It's even older than sacred symbols. And uh, so the show, I mean, I have data over time with the show. The reality is, is that the show has an audience of pretty hardcore fans, but it is the smallest group within our ecosystem. And those are obviously circles that create a Venn diagram with each other. While sacred symbols grows and while defining Duke grows, knockback kind of stays the same. And to me, I look at it in two different ways. Well, I look at it in multiple different ways. Number one, I think it's a hard show to get into. I I agree with that. One of the things we're going to try to do is make that easier by getting into the topics quicker. Now, some people might not like that. But what uh, I guess I should just introduce this idea now. Mm. I I don't know how much I'm going to tell you about it now, but we're doing another show. And that show will replace the off weeks of knockback. I guess I should tell you that is that, you know, just so you don't freak out. Dagan will be around just as much. We're going to be doing just as many shows. But those interstitial knockback shows, the in-betweens are going to be something new. And uh, that will begin January 2nd, I think. We already have a logo. We have the name. We know exactly what we want to do. So I guess I should frame it like that too, Dagan, to tell everyone Dagan's not going anywhere. One of the things that I wrote down and I wanted to make sure to identify is that knockback was useful in introducing Dagan to the audience. And those that listen to knockback love Dagan. So we know that and we want to draw Dagan into more content. This will allow us to do that as well. And so there'll still be no missed weeks beginning in January. We're just going to be going every other week with the new show, then knock back the new show, knock back the new show. And when you see the new show, you'll understand why we're able to do this and why this is such an easier proposition for us from a production standpoint. And it allows us to kind of do a few things. Number one, introduce something new to see what happens bring in new permutations of people. You guys have often wanted to see Dagan overlap with everyone else in the company. He's kind of isolated off with our show and have these different permutations of people on our show while we're going to be able to take care of that with the new thing we're going to do. And um, so there's a lot to look forward to there. But as far as the absorption of media, I just how do I put this? I don't I don't feel like I need to kill myself anymore. And I don't. The one one of the few things I really, truly enjoy in life is like video games or TV shows or things that like, you know, you can like everyone like turn your mind off to and enjoy. And I don't want to constantly have to use my free time absorbing those things. What ends up happening often because we record knockback on thir- or I'm sorry, we record knockback usually on Fridays. We're recording on Sunday today, but we usually record on Fridays and we record sacred symbols on Thursdays. So thir- Wednesday and Thursday are fucked for me. I write the show all day Wednesday and then I record and do all the things, the ads, and everything on Thursdays. And then after that I eat dinner, and then after that, I watch the movie or do whatever I have to do for knockback the next day. I go to sleep, then I get up and do knockback. It's It's just zombie-ish. Yeah. And it's been four years do, of that, right? Right. I so don't want to do it anymore. Like I just I need more time. Um, that's really the thing that's most quintessentially missing from my life right now is time and So that's another thing, too. But just to frame it as a business thing as well, to give people an idea of what's going on, knockback. So we have three audio podcasts, right? Defining Duke, Knockback and Sacred Symbols. Sacred Symbols is the strongest performer by far. But what might surprise people is that on audio feeds, Knockback is about twice as popular as Defining Duke. But this is the problem that we run into here, is that when you take in everything, including video views, which are really important to our ad, to our ad people, and, and it, it gives you a holistic view of how many people listen to the show, Knockback is the smallest show that we do by far. We especially have to figure out how to make it do better on YouTube. So I think part of that is by focusing on better topics, more germane topics, bigger topics, having a better holistic view on those topics, marinating on them, like Dagan said, more and doing them better justice. Our hope, therefore, is that every other week we draw in more people with these topics by virtue of having them. Maybe we don't do our usual 20 minute beginning because that will be absorbed into the new show, as you'll see, and all of the rest. And so we can get more people on board. And then if the show starts improving on a per capita basis, then. We might be able to bring back a weekly to do it weekly. But right now it is a it's coming off as a vanity project first. And it's not ultimately fair to the rest of the company and to the output of the rest of the company, too. So it is, I think, imperative for us to try to do something new to not only freshen up knockback, but to do something else with Dagan to leverage him in a different way. And uh, we'll see what happens. It's, I guess, a risk, but I don't really feel like it is a risk.
2: I don't. I don't know. Let me stop there. What do you think about all that? That's a lot. I love it. I mean, listen, I really, I'm, I really feel upbeat and enthusiastic about the changes. Now I have to say with knockback, I have, you know, I I love it. Listen, we're going, starting in February, we're heading into our fifth year. That's a long time. And there, I I could say this and, you know, I'm very proud of being able to say this. There was, there was no point along the way and I'm sure nothing will change in the future where even a single 10 minutes of any of these 250 episodes were ever phoned in or mailed in. We always put 110% into the show. That doesn't mean some shows just by the very nature of doing something and for entertainment, right? Some shows are going to be stronger than others. Some are there's weak links in the chain and everything. But the effort, the A game, the 110% effort was always put in. Along the way, you know, we never sold our soul. We never, you know, just gave it 80% or, you know, tried to fool the audience and say, well, yeah, we don't really need to do a good job on this one type of thing. That was never, it was always like, go into this and really make it as good as we can. And I'm very proud. I'm super proud of that. And, you know, the other thing is that I want people to really understand is that it's so gratifying for me to have this thing doing this podcast slash YouTube show, whatever you want to call it. And to have this whole other career, if you will, but really this whole other life or this whole other thing to do that I found really a found myself in, you know, besides drawing and animation, which was always really my passion, you know, the visual arts to be able to sit down at a microphone, have this conversation, talk about these things with my brother, look forward to it week in and week out. And have a community I could be really proud of. It's, I mean, it's awesome. Like I feel, I feel super blessed, and that goes the same for how I feel about our audience. Whether you're a day oneer or you found Knockback last week, it is a much smaller audience than let's say a lot of kind of funny shows, or of course Sacred Symbols or Red Letter Media. But I'm so grateful for every single soul that listens to. Our show it's a it's fantastic like it's amazing in this super you know media this super um saturated media environment with youtube with podcasts the fact that we could find a consistent audience week in and week out however big is really a rewarding thing like i'm so i'm so grateful for that but at the same time i have to admit you do want to draw as large an audience as possible not for an, any kind of economic return, but just so you don't feel like you're shouting into a vacuum. It's been, uh, if I could give my honest opinion, and I don't say this in a pessimistic or negative way, I really do wish that the knockback audience was stronger because that would make me feel better about what we're doing and the effort and the energy that we put in, you know, the levels that we put into research, to just having, you know, be bringing the A game as far as, As far as energy as far as trying to bring across something thoughtful something fresh maybe a fresh perspective and then i just think colin and i have that built-in friendship brotherly dynamic that you can't really articulate that's just a that's just something that we're lucky to have right that's part of the equation but i do you know i do find myself heading into this fifth year saying you know often asking myself like what can i do to, from my end, to improve things, to draw a bigger audience, you know, knowing, of course, that it's a side job, but, you know, I have a family, I have responsibilities, I have a full-time job. So, you know, with, with that other energy that I'm bringing to Last Stand Media, it's a knockback. You know, what can I do? I'm always asking myself that. And it does get frustrating. You know, it's like, oh, we have, you know, the same, it seems like the same three or 4,000 people that always tune in maybe five thousand people that tune into the knockback YouTube episode after a week and maybe eight, nine, or ten thousand to the podcast to the audio version after a week. And how can we increase those numbers? You know, what can we do? So I think it is good to go back to the drawing board, go back to the the chalkboard with the X's and O's and figure it out, you know, how can we refresh things? How can we breathe new life? How can we switch it up? And I think I I do think this is a positive thing. And also Colin's point about This media zombie thing is important for us to just to make sure we're bringing, you know, uh, uh, refreshed. Colin and a refreshed Dagan into the show every week, because sometimes you guys know how it is out there, right? Sometimes you just want to sit back and you're like, oh, shit, like I wish I I just want to watch like some retro anime tonight. But you know what? I'm looking at my watch. I only have five days left to get the rest of Lost season two. in, so I really got to watch that. So your time is dictated by what you have to cover in the show that week or the following week. Or, you know, you have a 40 hour video game that you're going to talk about in three weeks. You haven't even started it yet. And now you have very little time at night built in. So you got to. So it does get to be, you know, it turns into a rat race. It gets frenetic and we got to be careful because that that can take the joy out, you know, and that's where I talk about things become robotic or your time is already uh, is already spoken for for you. Right. Like, you you know, you have to cover these things. And I think I think not having the time and not having the flexibility and not having those little gaps of time to just do you can be harmful actually to the show because you know it seems like I think it could also I think it could also I think it could lead to burnout and I think if things get really serious it could probably add you know bring about some sort of resentment and I think after a while you might be even an audience might be able to even detect that that we're not enjoying it like we should And then the energy is not there. And then the joy is not there. And, you know, that what you want to listen to. I know what I I listen. I, I listen to YouTube shows. I listen to podcasts. I listen to, you know, I always trying to find new stuff and I have my mainstays. And you're always in it for that. You're in it for the personalities. You're in it for the content. You're in it for talking about things in a. Not only in an articulate way, but in a joyful way and in a, in, a, in a thoughtful way, in a fresh way, bring something new to the conversation about these topics that have been largely churned through the meat grinder countless times. So, I do, that's really my thought is I can't, it's hard for me to see this as anything but positive because A, the new show is, this is going to be fantastic. Um, this is going to be, you know, a proper adventure and I'm really looking forward to this. And for other reasons, too, that we'll get to. And I think for Knockback, it's going to be a real breath of fresh air. Yeah, I think
1: so, too. You said a lot there, and I wanted to touch on some of those things. So the first thing is performance. We are in a unique situation where performance isn't really all that important because we're fan funded. But the reality is, and maybe we'll learn learn otherwise now, maybe someone will be mad and people will be mad and they'll, they'll leave Patreon. I don't know, but. The not most people are not on Patreon for knockback. They're on Patreon for other shows and knockback is a supplement. So what we have to figure out is how to get more people's interest in it. Having a unified RSS feed on Patreon is actually annoying for the most part, but actually useful in the sense that, well, we send things down the pike. And so you get to listen to them. And so you kind of have a captive audience. And so you get to figure out what works and what doesn't. And while. Like I said earlier, Sacred Symbols and, and Define Duke, we've able, been able to make a, a path for them and they've been growing both in their own ways, which is awesome. Yeah, knockback seems to be a little bit the same, but I also recognize that we have not done a good job of making it accessible. And that's one of the things that I really feel like doing it less often and being more engaged in the show, I hope will help it because I should, I should have said this at the top, I'm totally committed to knockback into the brand, like it's not going anywhere. It's it's something that Dagan and I do. It would have to have no listeners for us to not do it um, at this point. I just think it's an important show for us. We've been doing it for so long. It's like a tradition. It's just we just need to figure out a better way to fit it into our lives, because the reality is, is that, yes, sacred symbols is my life, basically. And I don't want it to make I don't want it to seem like we're it's about money and all these things, because it's really not. I've said this before behind the scenes, and I probably said it to the audience before, if I cared about money, like more than anything, we would do sacred symbols every day. Sacred symbols would be way, way bigger than it is. We would be fucking rolling in it um, and ad revenue and all that and non- non- nonetheless, Patreon. I don't want to do that to the sacred symbols like that's enough. So with knockback, it gives us an opportunity to come back and readjust something. And that's what I wanted to really be be kind of mindful of and be thoughtful with was just to tell you people like it's I'm dedicated to this brand. We love this brand. It's not going anywhere. I just think we need a little bit more time to do it right. I think we need a little bit more time to do it to the best of our ability. And I think we need a little bit more time to breathe. I was talking to Dana, our sister, about this a while ago and and, and mom and mom gets it. I don't know if Dana really does, but. There's. I bring up Dana because she's an English teacher. She's a literature teacher, She teaches like AP lit and all these things. So you teach your books, right? Your classic books and your new literature and your American literature and your English literature. And maybe once in a while, some new book comes along that you want to throw into the mix and so on and so forth. And you're certainly reading and keeping up on things. But teaching literature, as an example, is usually teaching the classics and teaching things that exist. Imagine a situation I asked her where very little of what you've done matters and everything that you are doing in the current is all that matters right now. And then in a month, it won't matter anymore. And so on and so forth. And what you're basically trying to do is create a back catalog of knowledge and experiences and being able to talk to those things when they're most notable. And then you have to move on. I am constantly having to move on. So if I am going to be pulled in like a tractor beam to something, it's got to be PlayStation because that is where the business is actually fundamentally framed Mm -hmm. around. Mm -hmm. Though it is not as new as Knockback, Knockback came first. Sacred Symbols, I don't want to say it saved the company, but it revolutionized Last Stand. I mean, when Sacred Symbols came out, Last Stand grew three times over, you know, over the years in size. So I want to be clear about that. Like, it's not about, you know, using the, the the maximizing your time to make as much money as possible we make a lot of money on 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 last stand it's really not about that it's about making the best product possible and then hoping that by making the best product possible we draw more people in and then hoping that that allows us to sell ads on it and all of those things cuz it is an important note that knockback is the only, not we've sold a few ads on knockback and there's like in, like random endemic b-roll on it but or non endemic b-roll but we um we've never really sold native ads on it. So we don't make any money on knockback. That's another important thing. In fact, I would, I would imagine that knockback probably costs us money when it, when you consider Dagan gets paid to do the show. We obviously have all of our people. that goes into the pipeline, which is all of our other shows. So again, it is a labor of love. It's just a matter of what we can do to best position it. And so, like I said, Dake, I think it's bigger topics. I think it's Marvel movies. I think it's video games. I think it's things like that. I think it's, every other week. So we're really dynamic. I think it's getting right into the topics so that when new people come in and this is something we were out, we were out to dinner with all the siblings. It was so funny. We were talking about this. Yeah. And I, I brought this specific thing up that there's a complaint like the, the show takes too long to start. And I'm like, it's so hard to calibrate what people's expectations are because the nonsense of being sacred symbols is like essential to the formula of why the show works. And it is way more nonsensical than knockback in the beginning. Like like by a mile for much longer. We don't even get into the video games for an hour or so on that show often, you know. But when we try to cut that shit back, people are like, oh, we like that. Like That's part of the the chemistry and the zaniness of it. And it reminds me of a show I often bring up around the NFL, which is my favorite podcast. It's Mm. very, very much like that, where it's like kind of about football, you know, but it's really just insanity. Right. right, And sacred symbols exist in that world. And of course, the Dukes do what they want to do with their show. But what works for sacred symbols does not work for knockback, obviously, because I think knockback, unlike sacred symbols, which has a not sacred symbols. Binding agent is PlayStation. Knockback's binding agent is something being old, right? That's different. And so when you're not getting right into the topic, it's just honest production feedback for myself as selfish as I want to be. And we've said it before. Knockback's a little bit of a selfish show because it's like, well, yeah, Maybe we shouldn't be talking for 20 minutes at the beginning of the show, but it's my brother and I'm actually kind of curious what's going on in his life. And so I'm just kind of using that. And that's not. That might not be good podcasting. You know, I don't I don't. I don't know. So yeah. if, I guess what I'm saying is, is that we're seeing the stagnation of knockbacks reception, which is good. Knockbacks, one of the biggest it, just in percent. knockback is in the top one percent of all podcasts in the world. So I'm not I'm not complaining about that, you know. Like it's right. it's a really big podcast compared to most of what people do, but for us, it needs to. We need to get more blood from the stone, as it were, or we're gonna make a show that I think just kind of goes and just is what it is. It starts to shrink. It doesn't have as much value. I think we cannot knockback doesn't need saving. Knockback needs rejuvenation, and I rejuvenation think that this is, is what a good word. Yeah. this is what come this is so. I really think this is the right call for our show. And uh, we're going to take December off, like I said, which is unprecedented. We've gone every single week since the show launched. But I I I need time away. Like, I, I'm i sorry. I know maybe we'll lose some people. People will be upset. But I hope you're not like, please, I need a break <laughs> just for a month. <laughs> and then we can get back into things. Um, all right. So I've said
2: a lot there. Anything you want to add, Dig? before we move on? No, you know, what? I mean, I I'm really mindful of this and I've often been really kind of introspective about this is that knockback is a tough model as far as a podcast goes because as you say the only really consistent nucleus or central theme if you will or ongoing thread is that it's retro pop culture or nerd culture right it's it's a it's very broad and in that We could be talking about an old TV show. We could be talking about an old movie, an old book, a toy line, childhood memories. And then on top of that, you could be talking about the 70s. You could be talking, we even delve back into the 60s sometimes, the 80s, the 90s, maybe into the aughts. So it's very broad. I think it's a very broad sort of way to cultivate a fan base because you could be coming. For such an assortment of 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 stuff, so even let's say even a movie a YouTube show like like what Red Letter Media does, right? You know you're getting at least in that it seems broad. You're talking about just films, right? And even in that contemporary films, it still seems broad. But then it's a lot less broad than what we do. We're covering a lot, and I think see for me it's 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 kind of tough because. I know the stuff that I tune in for, that I watch and that I listen to. A large part of that is I'm, t- I'm tuning in not only for what the topics are, but for the personalities, for that interaction, for the chemistry, whatever, like a red letter media. So for me, my stance has always been not only as a podcaster, but somebody who enjoys the the, the media content as well from a fan perspective is like, I really enjoy the conversational aspect of it and going off on tangents or having an intro before you get into the meat. You know, some people want to come and they want the appetizer before the main course. Some people just want to dive right into the steak, you know. So it's hard to, I think, and I think it's sometimes it seems 50-50 to me. So it's hard to kind of hard to satisfy everybody. But for me, it's like my stance has always been just... You know, go in and click on those timestamps. And if it's not timestamps, just fish around for the place where the conversation is going to start about the topic du jour, you know, but some people I've seen enough now to know some people do feel that way. And some people do feel like just cut to the chase. And it's really a very interesting, again, almost 50 50 seemingly mix of those people. So you have to listen because a lot of people do genuinely I think feel that way of you know are of either mind but I also think knockback is tough because I do think a large part of the draw if I'm if I'm standing a mile back and just watching from the inside out or from the outside in whatever for, yeah from the inside out that I think that the only time you're gonna be you're gonna, get hooked on knockback is once you give it a chance and then once you give it a chance only then if you like it are you going to be a return you know returning with us and become part of the family from week to week i think knockback really does have that dynamic where it's like you gotta kind of ju- you gotta jump in and see if it's for you and once it's for you you're you know if if what we do if our antics what we get up to is is of your taste you're gonna be hooked and or you're going to find out, you know, this isn't for me, but it's really about jumping in and giving it a shot because we're going to be talking about a horror film. And then next week, we're going to be talking about a science fiction series. And then the next week, we're going to be talking about growing up, you know, our memories growing up, going to the beach. And then the next one is going to be a, a Star Wars film, you know. So we, we jump around. So how do you get that hook into people? You, they have to be sort of pop culture, nerd culture addicts like us, or are they going to come because they enjoy that, but they also enjoy the personality, the lifeblood, the energy that Colin and I bring together as brothers, as friends are, you know, you, I think a lot of it is listening to our perspectives then and now, you know, and our personalities or whatever. So I do think it's a tough model. I think, I think knockback is a tough thing because it is so broad thematically or topic wise and um you know i i i get it like i kind of get it when you like for for instance with sacred symbols you're tuning in because you're a current playstation fan and there's you know hundreds and hundreds of thousands millions of those people you gonna you you tune in you know at the center of that the nucleus you're gonna these guys these three are going to be talking about playstation and we switch it up and that's tough You know but i think i i believe i still believe in the model i still believe in what we do i think i'm we're very passionate about pop culture and nerd nerd culture and nostalgia so that won't change you know what i mean that's part of what makes us so passionate and that's part of what makes the conversations joyful and fun and sometimes funny and sometimes deeply nostalgic. You know, we really go in for that. So that model won't change. And I think, but but I think maybe, yeah, maybe, you know, that's another thing, too. Do we get more, do we get more mainstream, for lack of a better word? You know, does it, I think, is I talking think the about the Marvel is, films, talking about yeah, the I think PlayStation the yes. I mean, I,
1: I think we have to. Well, not have to. I just think if we want, if we want to have a sustainable, see, that's the thing is, it's bringing it back to a, a place where it's not, it's always going to be associated, I guess, an a to sacred symbols and the defining Duke. But like what what makes it stand out on its own and attracts its own audience? I know a lot of people are into knockback first and foremost, but I think that that's a small and vocal group of people. I mean, I can see the numbers like you guys can see some of the numbers, but I can see them all. It doesn't play out like that, right? Like it just doesn't. And there's something I agree with you, Dig. like where you find a formula that works for something, but it's stubborn to. It's like we, we love baseball. We just talking about baseball, right? Right you have a a a left-handed slugging batter up you're not going to throw hard balls down the middle of the plate i mean that might work for you know some contact hitter if you want them to fly out or whatever but if you throw meatballs down the plate they're going to fucking destroy it and so you make an alteration you start pitching them inside you have, have them reach for the pitches and that's that's kind of where my mind is is we can't pitch like with sacred symbols because it's not necessarily working the guy's too close to the plate we're brushing them. You know, I think you get the analogy. I like the analogy. I like it. I so like So th- that's kind of where my mind is at is uh, it just stopped my st- I'm pretty stubborn and my stubbornness is the only reason that we have not done this already, you know, because I think it just it's just what's fair to the company. It's what's fair to the pipeline and all of the rest. I think it's going to make the show better. I think it's going to attract more people. I think it's going to make us happier and able to adapt to a better and more manageable Uh, ingestion period, let's say, for the various products. And I think that and I I don't want to tell you guys too much, but what we're replacing those every other episode with, you're going to love it. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing I'm most excited about. You're going to fucking love it. I think so, too. And I really uh, do. And if anything, I imagine in a weird way, people wanting more of the new thing, right? And so, which is kind of a compliment in some way. When you guys see it, I think you're going to like it. So that's where my mind's at is I would like to attract more people to Patreon, sure, but that's not really it. And I would like to sell ads and stuff on it, but that's also not really it. And I'd like it to perform well, but that's also not really it. I think it's a combination of, of a lot of those things. But ultimately, me being confident, not only in you, but in my own ability to be a podcaster, like a really expert level podcaster, this is we need to do something. And so we're going to we're going to do it. Change for change's sake, I don't think, is ever a good thing. But this is the exact opposite. This has been a very long and processed, deliberate, talked about sort of thing. And um, so we are going to forego our no-missed weeks pledge for December. And then January 2nd, I think, is a Monday. Let me make sure. Is that Monday? Okay. Uh, Yeah, January 2nd is a Monday. We will be back with a new show. And then Knockback will return... January 9th and then 23rd and February 6th and so on and so forth. So we'll have it back there as well. A few of the changes I am going to make on Patreon, though, include um, no more fan voting for topics and no fan feedback for topics. Now, the reason that I want to do this, and I know this is disappointing to some people, first of all, those are just not very well worn. A lot of people post topic ideas, but we don't get a lot of thread um, activity and all of that. And it, it kind of binds us to specific roads of going down when we talk about these shows I want to be unencumbered when we go in I want to have better notes I want to be able to go down different routes and I don't want to be kind of bound to that to the feedback about where the feedback will bring us but I, but the biggest reason I don't want to do the fan feedback thing to be honest with you is I don't want to spoil the episodes anymore to mm. solicit feedback necessarily requires us to spoil the show sure naturally and so yeah. I want these topics to start appearing And then they'd be a surprise to everyone as well. So when whatever Uncharted 4, it's not going to happen. But when that when that shows up, they'll have it one day. It's too new. But when that when that shows up, I want it to be a surprise. I don't want for some people, the most hardcore people already got the thread noting that it's coming and then it's kind of in their minds. I don't want that anymore. That's not going to change for Sacred and Defining Duke, of course, because that's a weekly thing that requires lots of feedback to go. But these shows don't. So that's one thing I'm going to cut out. How do you feel about that?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, I think in the spirit of changing things and a little bit in the spirit of hoping that it's in a reviving way, right? Like a rejuvenation, like you said, and in the spirit of just experimentation, right? And seeing how things work and just really coming with something, coming with the same, but with a new, with a new fresh coat of paint. Right. And I think that's just the very nature of everything you just said is going to change. It's going to change the model a little bit. And I like the I like I like the surprise aspect of it. You know, something that's kind of a fun like, all right, we're going to talk about this now. And there's no real forecast. It's just it's here. And I think that idea goes hand in hand with bigger, quote unquote, bigger topics. More mainstream topics. Sure. I totally agree. I don't think we. I like
1: the fan interaction stuff, but I don't think it's necessary to make I think that it actually might hold the show back a little bit. So I just have to make that. That directorial sort of choice and I have. So nothing changes for the other shows, but it's, it's going to change for this. And you guys have already noticed because I have just stopped posting them over the last couple of months anyway. So I'm sorry about that, but that's going. So, yeah, that's basically it. I mean, that's that's the future of knockback. I'm uh, beginning in 2023. I'm stoked about it. I think that doing 24, 25 episodes instead of a year instead of 52 is going to make it fresher. It's going to make it more fun. It's going to make it deeper. And it allows us more flexibility, I think, to not necessarily tether us to fan votes, which stress me out. And then they start stacking up. Then we have to do them three weeks in a row. Then I know it sounds lame, but part of the reason I want to do the show is to do what I want to do. And I know that that's, or what we want to do. And it's not, that's lame, but we're the creator. So just trust us. I think in part in in part, you know, like I think that we can make the show a little bit better by foregoing the old ways and as stubborn and as conservative. And I don't mean that politically, just generally conservative. Like I'd be a conservative football coach. I'm a conservative business owner as conservative as I am, generally speaking, and, and like to keep the status quo and like to try things out. I think we've tried and I don't I think it's fair to say that the show has been a success, but has stagnated and instead of. Doing what I did, the fireside chats or side quests, which is just get rid of them, although neither of those we got we got rid of them for any other reason other than I, I didn't really want to do them anymore. And fireside chats, I think was becoming increasingly dangerous to do. Knockback is a near and dear. I remember us starting it. I remember us coming up with the idea for it. I remember us doing the first episode. It's it's I'm, we're totally committed to it. But I think and I hope my, it's my hope that people listening to this understand where we're coming from. If for some reason you've listened to every episode of knockback, that's awesome and we'll be back, but. There are 250 episodes for you to listen to while you while you wait for us to do the uh, every other week stuff as well. And if it costs us on Patreon, I don't know if it will or not, but I guess so be it. I just I need to do something for my own sanity as well. I just truly do. And this is the lowest hanging fruit. And I think that just doing
2: this little snip will go a long way
1: for our program
2: well said man i'm so proud of that kb back catalog i really am i mean i th- I just think sitting here now having this conversation with you talking to our audience talking to the fans talking to the listeners it's like wow man it's, we, this has been a, this has been a journey i mean february would be the start of five years for doing this project together and uh i'm so proud of the progress and i'm so excited for 2023 and beyond and for the changes and I love what you just said, because it reminded me too. like doing less topics over the course of next year, for instance, really cherry picking those topics now for twice a month. It's going to be special. I mean, we really get to do those things, those epic topics, for lack of a better word, and and really choose things that we could dig down on and enjoy. And I think by proxy, that enjoyment and that joy will really hopefully transfer to the audience and you guys will really get that. You know, you'll get this fresh, fresh dose of life for it. You know, listen, for me, I'll say this. For Knockback, as long as Knockback exists, I'll be a part of it. I'm not going anywhere. You know, for me, I love talking about nerdy stuff with you guys. I love talking about nostalgic stuff. I love fun conversation. I love the thoughtful breakdown of this stuff that we all adore, you know, and, and trying to find, you know, bringing our own perspectives and maybe bringing something new to say. I take a lot of pride in that, take a lot of joy in that. And hopefully that resonates with you guys. But I think there's going to be a lot of fresh energy for Knockback. And I think this new show, I got to let Colin speak to this in his own time. But it's not only is it going to be this really kind of cool, fresh dynamic with a new bunch of people in the mix together, which is very exciting. Right. But also being able to talk about more for me this is particularly exciting being able to talk about more contemporary topics you know more closer to what's going on in the modern day or what's happening now right so that's a teaser i gotta let colin speak more to that but that's very there's a lot of exciting stuff in the queue you know there's a lot we're locked and loaded i think it's gonna be better than ever Across the board, knockback and otherwise. And uh, yeah, I think sometimes this is just, you know, this is my first time going through it. You think of Colin, right? Old vet going back to IGN, going back to kind of funny. And then with Last Stand Media and even the changes that Last Stand, you know, Colin's Last Stand slash Last Stand Media has gone through since its inception. You know, this is just the nature of doing something. I I I really do think largely it's the nature of entertainment. Whole, you know, whole scale. But I do think it's the, for me, it seems like now me learning about podcasting, being a podcaster, YouTube, whatever. Sometimes you just gotta, you gotta introduce change, you know? And I think genuinely it's, it's gonna be for the better. And we're gonna make sure that it's net, the, the, that sort of, all the stuff. All the good stuff at the center of Knockback's not going to change. Still going to bring the A game, still, still going to be 110%. Still going to bring something new to say, a fresh perspective. The personalities aren't going to change, the brotherly dynamic's not going to change. Still going to talk about growing up, you know, so listen. I'm so grateful for you guys. My wife doesn't want to hear this shit. <laughs> she just doesn't. You know, what I mean she glazes over as soon as I start talking about something nerdy and she and she realizes it's going to be nerdy, you know, the eyelids start shutting. It could be right, right, right. could have just woken up. It's not even bedtime, you know, so you guys are my sounding board. Colin's my sounding board. I need this. So I'm very grateful for you. Now, if you want to sort of pass the word and help grow the audience, of course, we're not going to say no to that. No, we appreciate that.
1: And uh, we're so grateful for all the people that have listened to and enjoyed and and adopted our show over time. And I am interested to see if we're going to get negative feedback about this. But I just it just doesn't seem um, it doesn't seem likely that we're going to get negative feedback about this in any major way. Cause I think that the people that listen to knock back are patient understanding they're in for a different sort of experience. And I think we're being kind of honest with them that we, we need to change it for the business realities. We need to change it for our personal realities. I don't want to uh, kill myself anymore. If I don't have to, I just, I'm sick of feeling that way all the time and I'm trying to set my life up so that I can, you know, net the benefits of doing these things at a successful level, but also not have to worry about, you know, I'm not like I'm not like destroying my company by making this choice or whatever. I think it'll be okay. I'm eager to tell you guys what another the other show is, but I'm just it's just not time yet. The only reason people know I like to have things to show and it's true. I like to announce things and show them and have them ready to go at the same time. That's why we that's why we're doing this podcast so we can talk to you as opposed to me writing you some sort of letter about it. But the new pod is because because we're taking a month off from knockback completely, it necess it seems to necessitate some sort of word on what the new show is. And we will tease it a little bit leading up to the show. But if we were just doing knockback all the way through the holiday season, then it would have just appeared on January Mm -hmm. 2nd. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's the reason that things are going the way they are. But yeah, I think that basically sums everything up for for us and for the future of knockback as we enter um, 2023 and yeah, the show will be, you know, we're committed to it. We're going to keep doing it. We hope that it grows. I want to be better about making a show produced for new people to come in and and find it and not assume it's like what people, people have written into me dig about sacred symbols and said, you know, what do you, why do you name sacred symbols the weirdest shit? And like, why do you, you don't tease what it's even about. You don't, you guys spend all this time in the beginning. You don't like call it, you know, PlayStation's big week with God of War or whatever. You name it. Something just doesn't have anything to do with it. And I'm like, yeah, that's fun. It makes it there's like a mysticism to sacred symbols that I think is fun. It could be even bigger. Yes, but there is like a mysticism to it. I don't think knockback needs or benefits from that mysticism. This kind of. um this kind of open airing of what we want to do and how we want to produce it and how we want it to be bigger and better, I think, is important to the future of the show. And we've always made it along with everybody. So I think that people understand that we're not going to let you down. And the new show. Is exactly what you guys have been a lot of you've been asking for, and I will tell you that. So I I think that once everything settles, like we might hurt a little bit from this in the beginning, but I think once everything settles and certainly when we're in calendar 2023, I think. People are going to be like, oh, yeah, we'll take it. You know, Um, I think so,
2: too. Genuinely, really authentically. You know, change is good. I would say put your trust in us. Nothing's going to change. I think I'm not even I'm not even a little bit worried. I really genuinely feel good. And I do think with knockback specifically, we're talking to you, knockback listeners specifically, less is going to be more. I really do think that I really do think that it's going to really breathe this whole this whole two lu- two full lungs full of fresh air into things i think that it's really going to work for the show and i think it's going to work for the model of the show the more i think about it and just being being looking forward and being introspective about where we've where we've been and you know looking down the road to where we're going i really think this is going to work for knockback and i think it's i think it's going to really be exciting and i i'm excited to see how colin feels about it too because you know, the man's tired. He does a lot of podcasting. I think I know like podcasting is like casting a spell. You know, like I feel like Gandalf. I've said that before. Like after a, a specifically certain topics, especially the video game topics, I feel like I just fought the Balrog, fell down the pit, you know, and it's it's in that time. It's in that space of time before I come back to you as Gandalf the White. You know, I'm just I, I, I'm nearly dead You know, I need I need that time of rejuvenation. So podcasting is tough. So I can only imagine doing one podcast a week, what it must feel like to do two, three, four a week, whatever type of thing. So I am excited. This this, you know, this podcast is a partnership knockback specifically between Kyle and I. And, you know, we got to sometimes you got to kind of check your footing. You know, you got to kind of readjust. And I think it's going to be beneficial for all.
1: Yeah, I agree. Next I really next do. year, we'll introduce a constellation of possibilities. Uh-oh. Not bad. I like it. But I guess that's it. That's all we have for this episode of, of Knockbacks. Is there anything we didn't touch upon, Degas, as we t- discussed the future? I think I've gotten everything out there I want to. Just the intent, the hopeful strategy behind it, the outcome, hopefully. We've wished into, into being in some way. Is there anything that has been left unsaid?
2: I can't stop thinking about grand theft auto games for some reason that's well like, they will uh, do them next year i'm
1: happy to do them. they just were released on ps5 and um ps4 so last year they're not in great shape but they were they're, they've been patched and that's a good place to start i think so there you go we can do those and yeah i think that by untethering us ourselves from the expectations of fan voting and and all that we can just be nimble and have fun and spend more time and it's gonna be good i'm excited about it plus the new show we're excited. So um, in the meantime, we're going to be going away for December. Sacred Symbols and Defining Duke continue. that that's not going to be interrupted at all. Sacred Symbols Plus and Defining Duke um, ultimate. We just need a little bit of time to capture our breath here with knockback and, and reestablish ourselves. So I'm glad we did the show and dedicated a topic to it. I think it'll be surprising when some people see this into their um, in their feed. And it's just going to say the future, which is the last thing that the show has ever been about but um
2: <laughs> right and you and know then, reach out yeah. to me guys Re- if you want to talk slide into the dms slide into the social medes the dms and you know i'll i'll i'm not going to give away anything that we can't no, give he'll away He'll your
1: fears though for sure i'm sure he'll lay your fears but well, we could talk
2: you know i'm down i'm totally down for listen i'm so appreciative of everyone I'm, every single one of you guys and gals like just you want to have a, a convo i'm i'm always down for that so don't hesitate Right on, right on, right on. Right on, right on, right on. All right, my friend. Well, let's get the hell out of here. Do you want to end this episode with a dad joke or Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to All James right. Ketchum. Who who but James Ketchum, right? There's Brian Heninger, there's James Ketchum. We have two. They bring the dad jokes on the perpetual basis. We could always lean on these guys. So let's go with James James here today. Kyle. Today I saw an ad that said radio for sale, one dollar, but volume is stuck at max level. And I thought, I just can't turn that down. <laughs> Great.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad you read that one. Not bad. It's a very good one. Not bad, my friend. All right, my friend. Well, appreciate you, Dagan. We'll, uh, we'll, well, I'll talk to you, obviously, before I am excited to come back next year. Me too. Um, the next time you see Dagan, we'll be in something new. So that'll be exciting. That's and, exciting. Uh, yeah, I was nervous awesome. <laughs> oh, it'll be fun. and uh, thank you all for your love, kindness and support of all things. Knock back. And of course, last Stand media, sacred symbols defining do could not do it without you. Thank you for your patience and understanding as we try to rejigger things and rework them um, to make them best and most fluid and most quality oriented. I think it's going to work. We hope we have your trust in this new endeavor. Let us know. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time in a month. Until then. Goodbye. Knockback, a retro and nostalgia podcast, is a product and trademark of Last Stand Media and Collins Last Stand LLC and is recorded from Central Virginia and the Philadelphia suburbs, USA. The show was conceived by and is produced by me, Colin Moriarty. My co-host is Dagan Moriarty. Knockback's executive producer is Dustin Furman, and the show is edited by associate producer Ben Smith. Steven Nieder, Ross Marenka, Miguel A. Brewer, Morgan Ashley, Azan, Michael Vecchio, Jerome Ferreira, SL the FMA, Daniel Diamor, Brad Cooley, Jeremy Key, Patrick Leslie, Malachi Wall, Dave Cowell, Donald John Vader, Steven Interfield, SB, Griffin Queen, Nate Izod, Hargeet Chani, Albion, Logan Turner, Josh Sullinger, Madcats, Bloodborne Cart, Gunner 117, Andrew Roman, Jacob Donovan, Eduardo Perez, My Name is Mayo, Eddie Medina, Jason R. Christopher Nock, Zeno Adam, Sean Gulati, Grayson Maxwell, Cody Woodall, Blake Nesbit, Sorta of Serious Gaming, Colin Farley, Mark Arnold, Whiskey Sin, Zia Parrocks, Relentless. Rex, Drew Mullen, Christian R., Jad Rita, Patrick Skipper, Brian hernandez Espinosa, Remington Wilson, Dustin Graff, Zach Cohen, Peyton Stone, Jalapeno, Josh Hallen-Rui, John Keegan, Michael Buffel, Dan Root, Asak Parades, Talisman, Christopher Morgan, Andreas Wesling, Randall Holsey, Robbie Nauman, Jim Bob 56, William Holbert, Josh Godfrey, Kalika Azusa, Vornak, Surf the Void, Betty Ann Moriarty, h Trey Woodward, Antonio C., Jay Getter, Bjorn Campbell, Theo, Jeff Mercado, Gregory Slavinsky, Jordan Gale, La Fortuna, John Zile, Boots, Tyler Brown, Megadet, Poot, Gavin Newland, Alex Lapierre, Saul Balcazar, 64, Balca Eric Harden, Matt Flowers, Kinnam's, Joseph Baker, Cruxes, Kendrick Callas, Jimmy Rodriguez, Caswell, Dave Alvarez, Will Hernandez, Chris Galvin, Justin Gonzalez, Mason Cadillac, Ollie Fritch, Zach Allen, Kyle Hagel, Colin Love, Daryl E. Naaman, Ryan R. Kittredge, Toby Rylance, Stewie 108, Patrick Montgomery, D.B. Cooper, Rick 86, Todd B. Canning, Noah J. Stevens, Barrett Boswell, Christopher Devayo, Chris Morton, Mark Liberto, Johnny Waffles, Roto 24, Jonathan Coach, Sean Mason, Josh Grableck, Jordan Town, Brian Chan, Jordan Lewis, Organic Produce, Carlos Algorit, Dominic, Mike Menzel, James Hayes, Richard Hebert Third, Miranda Grubba, Ju, Martin Beck Joey Andrucek, Nathan R, Joe McPartland, Gary Cavallo, Christopher Moore, Jacob Bell, Dennis Usel, Lou and Ray Loper, Jonathan Cortez, John Schultz, Tom Quinn, Anton K, Alan Tremblay, Tyler Bellow, Ryan T. Mandel, Porkin Beans, Tony Zuniga, Sean Battershaw, Robbie Hensley, Sean Miller, Alex Cabrera, Hugo's Desk, Peter Reynolds, Anthony Vasquez, Adam Kinniston, William O'Carroll, Jorge Powell, Verdict, Phil Crone, Throw7, Adam Nix, Josh McKinney, Michael Gates, Alex Gates, Ryan Roberson, Sean Chandler, Lockmore, Geo Corsi, Joey Conholiker, Alex Monaz, Gerald Pennington, Justin Payne, Justin Wagaman, Austin Riley, Paul Joyce, Alan Hopkins, Chad Lewis, Enrique Perez, Joshua Smallwood, Low. Shane Spencer Brand Don Lee John Ashley Carlson Mary Peterson Ryan Greenwood Tyler Harris Patrick Harper Media Jonathan Rice and casual gaming
0: today's episode is brought to you by Angie Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank God I didn't try to do that myself I have fully,